the relationship between athletes and cannabis has long been decried for its perceived negative association. Thankfully, that misconception is being reshaped as athletes are now experiencing a certain form of liberation, one which has inspired them to move from the shadows and serve as advocates for the medicine that they deem so vital. These stories are worthy of greater attention and will serve to help augment the discourse around medicinal cannabis. The cannabis culture and sport deserves to be celebrated, not maligned. And these conversations will move us in that direction. Welcome to Winning with Cannabis with your host, Bill Bronner. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Bill Bronner, your host for Winning with Cannabis. I have the pleasure of being joined by Brant Job, professional golfer um, who is a uh, kind of the quintessential tour veteran, has over 14 professional wins um, on the PGA and the PGA Champions uh, Tour. And it's worth noting that you have a relatively recent victory. I want to call attention to Brant, and that is your victory this past August at the Boeing Classic. So uh, congrats to you. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Yeah, happy to have you. Uh, well, I want to chat about, first off, just growing up and, and in college and um, you know how you kind of use that experience in your youth as a springboard into a professional golf, see so if you don't mind providing a little bit of color there for our audience to understand how sure. you uh, emerged in this sport to, uh, you you know, to be such a prominent figure. You bet. Well, I uh, grew up in uh, Denver, Colorado and uh, was a baseball player <laughs> and played uh, all my years of uh, high school baseball and, and thought, boy, I'm going to go on and play some college baseball and got a year of high school golf in. And um, really, I didn't know what I was going to do. I wasn't good enough to play baseball. Friends around me were getting scholarships and getting drafted. And I kind of realized, boy, I'm not quite good enough uh, on this game. So uh, I turned to golf and right before, um, you know, really college started I had the opportunity to play in some of our state amateur stuff in Colorado and I won the junior state amateur and the men's state amateur and that kind of made me relevant in the golf scene and gave me an opportunity to go to uh, some very nice colleges and have the opportunity to speak to a lot of coaches D1 coaches and uh, ended up choosing to go play for uh, Eddie Marins at UCLA uh, played, uh, was at school there for five years. I was kind of the requirement with how much we traveled. I would miss anywhere from 80 to 90 days of school. Um, so it made it very difficult to get through in four years. So they kind of told us it was a five-year program. And my senior year, uh, which was 1988, we won the uh, national championship. Uh, and I finished runner up to that to EJ Fister from Oklahoma state. And so with kind of you know, going through the college process, having success, uh, you know, playing well there, I kind of realized, boy, this is what I'd like to do for a living. So back in the day, I put my application in for tour school and, and um, decided I was going to give that a shot. And in 1990, I qualified for the PGA Tour. I think I finished third in the Q school. Um, back then, there's about 250 guys that would play in the final um, tournament and they would give out, I think it was about 50 cards, maybe 45 cards, something like that back in the day. And uh, made it through that and I got out on tour, played my first year on tour. And, and I'll give you a kind of a quick summary. I did not play well, but I will never forget at the end of the year, I was leading a tournament after 36 holes. And I'm sitting in my hotel room and I'm eating a, a sandwich getting ready for the next day and watching myself on ESPN and thinking, boy, there's got to be more to it than this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, th that's kind of how my first year went. I, I really wasn't 
I wasn't mentally prepared. I think physically, you know, my game was fine. My mental preparation and really having a, a, a game plan on how to play on the PGA Tour, what, what it is required for me to play at that level. I, I wasn't there yet. Uh, I guess on the emotional aspect too. So I ended up losing my card. And back in that day, there wasn't a uh, corn Ferry tour or web.com tour to go to. So uh, we had to look uh, internationally and I chose to go over and play in um, Asia. And then after I got done playing in Asia, I would go to Canada and I was fortunate enough to win the Canadian tour order of merit. And I won the Asian tour order of merit. When you win the Asian tour order of merit, it gives you, about a six-month stint on the Japanese tour. This is in 1994, I believe. So uh, I took that up and went over and played in Japan, and I stayed in Japan for about six and a half years. Uh, won six events in a major, and uh, really had an incredible time. If I if I was ever to say one place really helped mold my game and, and helped teach me how to do it all was Japan and really one of my greatest golfing experiences I've had in my life. But in 1999, with the emergence of Tiger Woods and the purses uh, in Japan were no longer competitive uh, to the PGA Tour, I decided to make a switch over. Unfortunately, I was in the top 50, so I was getting in all the majors and all the world events. And I played, I think, about 10 events and in the U.S. And, and made enough money to earn my PGA Tour card. And I left Japan and, and I went over to the U.S. and played from 2000, oh, all the way up until uh, I uh, was 50 years old, which would have been uh, 2016, I believe, is when I moved over to the Champions Tour. I had I had success on the PGA Tour. I didn't win an event. I lost in the playoff to Phil Mickelson finished runner-up to Retief Goosen, Charles Howe, and some events. And, uh, you know, really, it was a very difficult, I think, time for me because in, in 2000, we decided, my wife and I decided that we were going to have children. And uh, I put a lot of emphasis on the kids, a lot of emphasis on being home. I had moved from Denver to Texas, to Dallas, Texas, to be able to travel easier and, and be a part of my family's life. And uh, I don't think I ever realized what the commitment was or maybe I didn't commit as much as I should. But in return, I have a fabulous relationship with my daughter and my son. My daughter's in college and my son's a junior in high school. And uh, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Um, after 2016, I turned 50. Um, still had some status on the PGA Tour, but I decided to go over and, and play on the Champions Tour. And In my situation, it was a career money situation on whether you, I got full status or not. And I was kind of one of those guys who was going to get half status, so to speak. So I went through the tour school that they have for the champions tour where they give out five cards. And I thought, boy, this is just a potluck deal. We'll see what happens. And I ended up winning that. That got me full status on the champions tour. And I finished in the top 36, uh, the last four years. And I've won two events out there and have, se have several runner up finishes out there. So it's, it's really been fun. I've been able to commit a little bit more with my kids being older and understanding um, what I'm doing and be able to speak on the phone with them and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, I've had a great wife who's been very, uh, very helpful in all these matters uh, with family and been very supportive to me. And uh, so that's kind of where I'm at now. I was fortunate enough to win the Boeing Classic a few months ago, um, shot 63 on Sunday to beat Freddie Couples. So that was uh, that was exciting for me. I think the fans were a little disappointed that Fred didn't win, but uh, 
you know, it, it's, it's the way golf goes at times. So um, that's kind of led me to uh, where I'm at today. Terrific. Well, hats off on the victory. And uh, it's quite clear that you exhibited a lot of resolve over the years. Um, and being on the tour, um, it seems as though your story, largely speaking, is it's not that remarkable and that a lot of, it's a grind and um, as it is with, you know, a lot of different professional sports and it takes a lot of determination to kind of fight through um, and see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I applaud you on making the decisions that you did. Family is certainly paramount. Um, I too am a parent. And um, once you have children, they, they certainly dictates your priorities um, in, in a way that is quite clear and obvious. Uh, going forward and um, you know your career kind of takes uh, secondary um, it's, it's of secondary importance um, real quickly the uh, kind of centerpiece of our program is uh, focuses on the intersection between cannabis and sports yeah um, and as you know the you know the, the PGA tour bans recreational cannabis use but I read recently that players can apply for an exemption for medical marijuana. I'm not sure how often that occurs and if, if or not there's been any successful cases. But, um, you know, being that, uh, you know, marijuana is now fully legal in 10 states plus D.C., um, the, 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 you know, cannabis itself still remains a, a prohibited substance for players and, you know, all these professional sports and the PGA is no different. Um, and, you know, golfers who have tested positive, such as Robert Regas, are, you know, subject to sanction and, you know, fairly significant suspension of, I think, uh, three months. Yes, correct. I'm, I'm curious, what, uh, what's your, 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 your viewpoint on medical marijuana in particular? Because I know this has been filtering through the news cycle. Matt Avery and Robert Regas, in particular, their respective suspensions have received a significant amount of attention and deservedly so. Yes, they, they've gotten a lot of attention, um, you know, <laughs> not, not real positive at times. Uh, I think that, you know, that, that's kind of a double-edged sword question. Um, I'm a big uh, believer that in, in, med- in the medical aspect, if medical marijuana is helpful to any patient and relieving, obviously, stress, pain, um, the things that they are going through, I, I believe that that's something that if they believe it's beneficial, then it is beneficial uh, in those situations. Uh, as you know, in terms of sports, uh, they outline very clearly what uh, what you're allowed to take and what you're not allowed to take. Um, and right there, and and in bold letters, you know, we are not allowed to have a THC level that is significant at all in our in our body. And um, you know, for those two, unfortunately, they did. I don't know the actual how they how they what they were taking or what they were doing to have high levels of THC in their body. But, um, you know, those are kind of the rules. We abide by the rules. I don't know that everyone always agrees with the rules. Um, you know, and you bring up a great point with it being legal in several different states. Um, you know, and let's, let's say for instance, that happened to happen in one of those states where it was legal. Um, unfortunately for us, we still have our own guidelines, no matter where we're at, you know, in this world, as long as we're playing under the uh, PGA Tour rules, that, that, that's what it says. We cannot have a, a high level of THC in our body. And if you exceed that level, then you're going to you know, pay the penalties. And the pen- penalties are really subject to the com- commissioner. And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, and, and I think this is a pretty fair guess, that depending upon the levels uh, has a lot to do with the suspensions and the, the penalties that you will receive. 
we have to take a quick break here, Brant, and then we're going to resume the conversation. Going to have a, a commercial break and then uh, we'll re-engage here shortly. Sounds great. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Winning with Cannabis. Again, I'm joined by Brand Joe, professional golfer. Brand, I want to pick up kind of where we left off. Um, I appreciate your opinion on the topic. Uh, after you know, um, reading some of the responses by both Robert and, and Matt Avery, uh, they both seem to claim, um, whether it's substantiated or not, that the majority of other PGA players seem supportive of. Um, medical cannabis use in the PGA and a lot of folks, at least according to them, um, you know, believe that its use is insignificant and, and doesn't in any way uh, hamper their performance. If anything, it could be uh, an enhancement um, for you know, all the obvious medical reasons. Is that your feeling as well, whether it's on the PGA tour and the champions tour, even the senior tour, that the perception is gradually changing um, not just as it applies to CBD, which is, you know, distinctly different, but to, to, to medical cannabis and it's, uh, you know, um, broader use in the sport in general. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I think we're, we're kind of running a fine line now with, like I said, with all the States, you know, having it be legal. And now we're running into a scenario where we happen to be playing in some of those States and competing in some of those States. And, you know, you're running into a real gray area, so to speak. And, and you know, like I said earlier, Medically, um, if, if anybody needs it in order to, you know, do their daily activities to, you know, perform their life to uh, the way they want to perform it and, and that's going to help them, then, then I think that's, that's fantastic. 
Um, you know, the, the problem is there aren't going to be a lot of people on, playing on the PGA Tour that are going to be in that same category, so to speak. There might be a couple. I know we've had some issues with testosterone in the past out on the PGA Tour, but it's a very fine line to walk. And again, you know, I'm kind of the believer of, of hey, let's either make it all illegal or all legal. You know, the medical aspect, let's take that away. I think that anytime people can get relief from their symptoms, I think that's a positive in any way, shape or form. Um, but it, that that's kind of what we're treading is is what's legal and what's illegal. And, and, and I think that really, you know, from my knowledge is I think that I don't think that there's any way that really the medical marijuana, you know, by doing that out and performing in golf, that it's going to hurt what you're doing. I think if anything, it's, it's going to release some of the stress, maybe allow you to focus a little bit better in some, some ways, um, you know, as they've defined of, of what the product actually does. That's a good segue into um, uh, a kind of a tangential part of the, this broader conversation, um, both cannabis and all its derivatives and of course CBD has long been a, a taboo topic um, and you know it's it, it's obviously grown some some greater acceptance especially uh, on the PGA Tour because now you have multiple players both including yourself and uh, Scott McCarron, Bubba Watson, DJ um, Tran just to, to name a few um, who are now you know playing somewhat instrumental roles in the industry itself and diving into sponsorships, ambassador programs. And, you know, with this, uh, you know, kind of greater acceptance, um, it, uh, it's clear to see that it, it's, it's not going anywhere. Um, and it's, and it's here, here to stay, which I think personally is a, is a good thing. I'm curious to know how, uh, you got, um, what your kind of approach was to, to CBD in general and how you came to embrace it. Well, I, I was probably the uh, perfect poster child to <laughs> do a trial on. I've had eight surgeries on the left side of my uh, body um, throughout those years of playing on the PG Tour. Part of my, I guess, 17 years on tour, I, I think I spent eight of them on uh, a medical uh, rehab <laughs> for injuries that I had had uh, incurred, but uh, very strange injuries too, you know, broken bones through hitting out of the rough and uh cut some fingers off with a broom. I mean, lots of strange things. So I've, I've kind of been through it with the injuries and, and those things have all kind of stuck with me where I, I have a lot of soreness in those areas. And, um, you know, with three so shoulder surgeries, in fact, the last one, when I was 49, you know, they told me my golf career was over, probably wouldn't be able to play. And so I think I was, a, I was a great test case to see, you know, how, how well this works. And I ended up, um, meeting some people that were involved with Boomer Natural Wellness and Boomer Naturals. And, uh, you know, the first thing I always believe when entering into a sponsorship is you've got to try the product and make sure the product works for you, that you can say what they are attesting to, that you you say, hey, I'm having those, those experiences and, uh, you know, it's been a positive. And that's kind of exactly what happened with me. I, I start, started on the tincture drops and, uh, you know, they had some gummies too. And also had a roll-on. And um, I had some great success with the roll-on, especially with my shoulder, just putting it on and, and getting, getting, you know, that pain to dull down and eventually go away. Um, and, and that would be from sleeping awkward, you know, waking up in the morning stiff. And that, that's where it really benefited me. And I felt like the drops at night 
were a calming effect, um, kind of almost helped me go to sleep. Uh, my mind tends to race, obviously, with things going on in the day. I think a lot of people do. And it really helped me to just settle down. Um, mm. You know, I didn't have any outer body experience or anything that people think. Um, but the interesting fact about the company I'm with, which is Boomer Natural Wellness, we don't have any THC in our product. We are a 0% uh, product of THC. And um, recently, uh, the PGA Tour has just announced that they are not going to allow anybody to be involved with hemp oil or have sponsorships with any of the products that contain any THC. Uh, that just came out. Uh, I just got an email on it, um, which is very interesting. I haven't heard all the details yet, but I guess uh, they're not liking the any concentrate whatsoever of THC in the product. But uh, I had a great experience with it, uh, you know, from... from I, 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 I hate to interject, but I, I do remember uh, reading that uh, PGA Commissioner Moynihan is hey, basically here... Monahan, I'm sorry, I, I mischaracterized the name. Um, he uh, is basically adhering to the, the PGA Tour's anti-doping program mimics Correct. that of the World Anti-Doping um, Program. And I thought that CBD was at least formally accepted and, and not part of any banned substances. So it sounds like that has shifted or am I? I think you're correct. I think what they're saying is, I think the way I'm understanding it, what I read, and again, it just happened and I just got an email about it. But the way mm -hmm. I understand it is they're not, they're not uh, outlawing or, or saying that you can't take any hemp oils. They're not saying that you can't take any of the products. They're saying you can't take the products or represent any products that have a THC concentrate in them. So, what that's going to do is there's very few companies that have spent the money to take the THC out. Everybody has an opinion. Is the THC good? Is the THC bad? What is it that's, that's truly helping, you know, you get these um, results, you know, with, with your CBD oil. And we have had them, we have taken the THC out at Boomer and um, you know, I've had fantastic results with everything I've used and, and they even have a new product called CB five. That's, um, it contains five nat uh, excuse me, five natural FDA compliant ingredients. So, uh, it actually doesn't have hemp oil in it now. It's, it's plant based. And, um, I've been starting to use that and they have had even better results than I had with the hemp oil. So there, there's a lot of, places this is going to go and a lot of things we're all trying to figure out i think it's you know when i talk to the people at boomer they call it the wild wild west right now because everyone's trying to figure out what is the best product how's the best way to use it um, i think it's very advantageous for people to be using I, I recommend it i really do instead of taking i used to be a guy who had to take you know four eight twelve advil or leave a day to get through my days with all the pains i had and and I, I don't take it anymore. Um, I, I rely on, on my CBD product and my CB5. Um, but again, I think I'm in a little different boat with Boomer Natural Wellness in that they have taken all the THC out. So we'll be compliant um, the way I'm reading it to any of the tour's new policies with the THC content. We got to take one more commercial break here and then we'll pick up right where we left off, Brand. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. 
Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The, the Green, Green Peak, Peak with Richard Zwicky. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on Winning with Cannabis, and I'm joined by my guest, Brand Job. Brand, um, if you don't mind, just kind of literally picking up where you uh, left off, you're talking about Boomer Natural Wellness. You were talking about the now reconfigured rules and uh, the new compliance measures that, uh, you know, sounds like obviously your company has prepared for, perhaps others haven't. So you certainly have a, you know, um, you know you're, you're, you're one step forward then. It seems like the competition, which certainly bodes well. Um, curious about the, the company itself and um, the, the sponsorship that you have with them. Where's the company located? Where's the, the hemp derived? Um, have, you, have you been to the farm itself to understand the process? What, what's, your, what, what's your kind of capacity in terms of knowledge? Well, you know, I, I'm continuing to gain knowledge every day because they, they're always, you know, they're always trying to get better and they're always shifting into new products if they find that the products are better. And, you know, we've gone from gummy bears and focus bears and, and, and PM gummy bears, um, you know, gone through the oils, uh, gone through all the different products to figure out what, which product works, how do they work and what is best for everybody. And, uh, Boomer Natural Wellness is, is out of Las Vegas, and they drive a majority of their hemp oil through a company in Colorado. Uh, I have not been there yet to see the um, facility. Um, have learned a little bit about it and what it takes. Um, you know, as I said, I'm continuing to gain information. But uh, I think Boomer Natural Wellness is really going to switch over to Boomer Naturals. And they've got a new product called CB5. And... Um, it actually does not contain any CBD or any THC in it. Uh, and so it's not a hemp oil based product. Um, we're finding the results and I have found the results 
they're in their studies and cases that what we have is three to five times stronger uh, and and more helpful than what our actual hemp oil product was. So that's that's very encouraging. Um, basically, the same idea it comes out in a in an oil form and a roll on. And uh, I have used the roll-on, and it had incredible results. I have a, a neck issue, and it tends to lock up. In fact, in our last event, it was starting to lock up, and that means things aren't going to go well. I started with the roll-on, and I'll tell you what, I did a day, day and a half of the roll-on, and, and my symptoms completely went away. So that's where I can sit back and say, hey, I am a big believer, and um, I love the way they're going forward with all their new products. And I think the one unique thing about the CB5 that Boomer has done is, as I said earlier, um, they have five main plant-based ingredients. Uh, all the ingredients are FDA compliant. So um, that's going to allow them to do a few unique things. They're going to be able to advertise and talk about it. And really, it's going to be more classified in the vitamin area than it would be in a hemp oil area. Um, and with the results they're getting, they seem to be, you know, much, much better than what we had with the hemp oil. So another exciting new product uh, for Boomer and, and, you know, excited to move forward with them. And they've been fantastic. I mean, they, they really, what I'm doing with them is continually getting an education with the products that they have coming out. And I try and share those with people because I think it's, I think that we have become so used to getting these little pains and aches and headaches, uh, you know, shoulder hurts, hip hurts, knee hurts. The first thing we do is we go grab our Relieve and our Advil and, you know, take a pain reliever. And I'll tell you what, I've taken so many, I don't know about other people, but it really has done a number on my stomach. And mm. I think the nice thing with these new products, you know, I use CB5 as an example. I have no issues with my stomach. It's it's a naturally ingested product and my body is able to break 100% of it down. So that kind of tells me that it's it's something that my body can accept. And if I'm getting if I'm getting great results from it, you know, I'm a believer. I'd rather put something natural in my body than than putting something unnatural that I know, you know, down the road I could have some kidney or liver issues. And I think that's really what this is all about is how you want to take care and maintain your body. And with as much golf as we play and how much we bang the ground and beat up our bodies, this has been a very nice alternative to, uh, you know, popping pain relievers, so to speak. Yeah, true. And we've seen that with, um, you know, some of the, the elite players um, in, uh, in in the PGA grappling with some, some very severe and, um, you know, kind of harsh, uh, series of circumstances associated with opioids. So I'm, you know, obviously um, pleased to learn that there are other alternative methods that have become popularized and are now being kind of, you know, warmly embraced by, by many. Um, I recall earlier this year at the Masters when, you know, Phil Mickelson, you might recall, um, albeit a little bit reluctantly, but, you know, I ended up taking a tincture of CBD yeah. oil uh, during a you know fairly stressful situation, and it <laughs> yes, promoted it relaxation. Um, obviously, I don't think it uh, added uh, any real assistance to his, his ultimate score that day, but um, it, it 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 helped to you know spur a conversation. Um, you know that clip was played as you know kind of over and over and over again. I think yeah, it was, which was, it was, great. A, it, was it was it was important for the sport to to understand that you know it's not just kind of the second or third tier guys. That are using it, um, it uh, you know, it, it's 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 being used far more broadly than I think people fully understand, and you would know that better than most. 
Well, and I think that's that's been the big point is getting out to the public to understand there are some alternatives um, that are good for your body, that your body can break down and it actually receives it much better. And when you can go do those things and everybody, I, I say this and I will say this here is everybody has different results. No different than, you know, you might be able to take two Advil and I have to take four to get the same result. It's the same idea when you're when you're doing your drops, your tensure drops whether it's, you know, d- depending upon companies too and how they do it, you're going to get different results. And it's, it's really finding the product that, that works best for you. I'm, I, like I said, I'm just excited about this CB5 because with Boomer, because it's, 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 it's hitting more of the receptors, you know, versus the impulse hitting one, the CB5 hits all four. So it's, it's kind of a very unique product, pretty exciting. We just started out with it. And, uh, you know, I think people need to know there are alternatives to, to, to popping pills, you know, for pain. Well, thanks so much, Brian, for joining us today. Really uh, enjoyed your, your valuable insights and I'm sure so, so, so did our, uh, our audience and good luck for the remainder of the season um, and enjoy uh, the upcoming holidays with your family there in Oklahoma City. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed being on here and I hope people get a better understanding and, and, and give, uh, you know, the uh, hemp oil an opportunity to, to, to work for them and uh, happy holidays to you all. And again, thank you. Thank you, Brand. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.